Welcome to Torani Mecha Parsha with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Elisheva Kamenetsky, and today we will be studying Parshat Vizota Bracha, the last Parsha in Sefer Devarim and in all of the Torah. The Parsha Vizota Bracha is read on Simchat Torah. It is the only Parsha that is not part of the cycle of Shabbat Torah readings. Rather, it is reserved for the holiday that immediately follows Sukkot, Simchat Torah. The name of the Parsha, and this is the blessing, is named that because in it, Moshe blesses the tribes of Israel before he passes away. Each tribe gets its own blessing, just like Yaakov Avinu, Jacob our forefather, blessed each tribe individually before his death. Reuven is blessed with life, Yehuda with success in battle, Levi with serving in the temple and being teachers of Torah. Binyamin is beloved by God. Yosef is blessed with sweet fruits on his land. Zavulin with a success in trade, Yisachar with success in Torah study, Gud with a lot of land, Dan with the might of a lion, Naphtali with fertile land and sea, and Usher with sons and olive oil. It is notable that in his last words, Moshe does not talk about himself or summarize his own accomplishments like many leaders do as they depart from their people. Like a true selfless leader, who we know to be an anav mikol adam, more humble than any man, Moshe focuses on his beloved people. Vizot habracha. This is the blessing he gave to them as he focused on identifying their strengths and highlighting their unique identities, emphasizing that there are different ways to serve God. By focusing on the people and their strengths, he is sending the message that while he, he that while he will be parting from them imminently. They have the strength to continue, despite the fact that they have never existed as a free nation without his leadership. But there's another fundamental idea that Moshe has been speaking about throughout Sefer Devarim that is also stressed by identifying the unique character of each of the tribes that make up the totality of the Jewish people. When we describe our relationship to other Jews today, we will often hear people referring to those who are to the left of them or to the right of them. This implies that somehow we can all be placed on a line. It's a linear vision where people are clearly to the right or left. Unfortunately, we feel the effects of this in the lack of unity we sometimes experience. Because if we're all on a line, people can just move further and further away from each other, never connecting for what we share in common. Based on Moshe's words to the, to the Shvatim in Parshat Vizot Habracha, we may suggest that it is more correct to describe the Jewish people with the shape of a circle. A circle with Hashem in the middle. As long as Hashem is the focal point of our lives, you may have different interests, talents, and abilities. But when each person stands on the circumference of that circle, no one is at a higher point than the other. While everyone may be different, Everyone is united and grounded by their connection to the center, to God. And most importantly, everyone is equidistant from that center, equally close to God. As we discussed in last week's Parsha, following the Torah does not demand uniformity. There is room for varying customs, approaches, and individual expression, as long as they are guided by the Torah in the center. It's interesting to note that a circle has other associations with Simchat Torah. We dance and celebrate our joy and pleasure at being granted the gift of the Torah. 
We dance in hakafot, in circles around the bima, the special table from which the Torah is read, to express our joy at being people of the book, people whose lives are centered around Torah. As we dance in circles on Simchat Torah with members of our community, on the day that we read Vizota Bracha, we recreate that unity of community that Moshe is creating in his brachot, his blessings to the tribes. We are each unique and different from our neighbors and friends. But when we see ourselves as being points on a circle, not a line, united by service to Hashem and His Torah, we create a stronger sense of community and deeper appreciation for Hashem, who is the creator of the infinite number of unique individuals who can each access the Torah with their unique personalities and gifts. After Moshe finishes blessing the people of B'nai Israel, he goes up to Har Navo and Hashem shows him the whole land of Israel. Then Moshe, the great leader, who there will never be a leader quite like Moshe again, passes away at the age of 120. Perak Lamedalid, Pasuk Hay, chapter 34, verse 5. Vayama Shem Moshe, Eved Hashem, Be'eretz Moav, Alpi Hashem. Moshe died there, a servant of Hashem in the land of Moab, according to the word of God. The word of God, always in the center of his life of 120 years. He is buried by God, and until today, no one knows his burial place. The Jewish people mourn Moshe for 30 days, and then Yehoshua, Joshua, becomes the new leader and all of the Jews follow and respect him, just as they did Moshe. In this last pasuk describing the death of Moshe, Moshe is given the greatest tribute possible. He is called an Eved Hashem, the servant of God. That was the height, that was the greatest accolade that Moshe had reached. The Rambam writes in Hilchot Tshuva, which we have been studying in the weeks leading up to the reading of Parshat Vizot Bracha, as it relates to the themes of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. He writes in chapter 5, Halacha 2, Al ya'avor davarze. You should get out of your head. Stop thinking. She'omrim umot ha'olam v'rov gamlei b'nei Yisrael. That foolish people think. That God has predetermined for each and every one of us from the beginning of their creation, from the start of them entering into this world, whether or not we will be righteous or somebody who does not follow the Torah. That's absolutely not true. Ella koladam ra'uilo lihiot tzadik kemosha. Each and every one of us can be a righteous person like Moshe Rabbeinu, or we could be somebody like Yeravam, a king of Israel who defied the Torah. O Chacham, O Sachal, O Rachman, O Achzar. It's within our choice range, within our free choice, to decide whether we will study and become wise, remain foolish, be a person who's merciful or a person who is cruel. The Rambam teaches us that we can all reach this height of Moshe Rabbeinu, of being an Eved Hashem, because we have free will. 
the free will to choose whether or not we will serve God, whether or not God will be in the center of our lives and we will be completely and totally focused upon him. As I mentioned, this parsha is read right after Rosh Hashanah and Yom HaKippurim, where we focus on the concept of tshuva. Earlier in Sefer Devarim, in Paraglamid Pasuk Bet, chapter 30, verse 2, the Pasuk tells us, Vishavta ad Hashem Elokecha. You will return until God. The Svarnu notes that the preposition here used, until, is rather strange. Usually we would expect the Torah to say that when we do tshuva, we will return to God. The Svarnu makes a distinction between various forms of tshuva. There is a tshuva that is to God, towards God, in the general direction of God, where we say we want to be better, we wish we could be more moral and more ethical, we wish we could be kinder to our neighbors, we hope and pray that we will return to the path of God. And then there is the tshuva the Svarnu describes, shamagat ad kisei hakavod, that actually reaches God. That is what I often think about as being the bullseye tshuva, the tshuva that hits the mark, that hits the target, that isn't just an attempt in the general direction of returning to God, but rather goes up until God, makes it all the way. What is that form of tshuva? How does one do complete and absolute tshuva that will get all the way until God? La'asot ritzon koncha bilvad. Being a person who does the will of God, but most importantly, does the will of God in a singular way, alone. I once took a time management course offered by the company Franklin Covey. And they pointed out that we, we wear many hats in our lives and have many roles in our lives. And when we think about the tasks that we look to perform on a given day, we can often put those tasks under the different roles that we play. I am grateful to be a daughter, a sister, a wife, a mother, a grandmother. I am a professional who is an educator. I am a community member. And when I look at my task list on a given day, those things, all of those tasks can fall under any one of those roles. The complicated part is that sometimes those roles compete with each other. And I need to define which role at a given moment matters most. Which task should I be performing at 8 a.m., 1 p.m., and at various points throughout the day? At the end of the day, the Svarnu points out to us that the primary role in our lives is the role of being an Eved Hashem, as Moshe was. The role of being somebody where the will of God is what trumps at all times. At any given moment, when I feel a conflict, should I be doing my will, the will of my, of my superior, my supervisor, my boss, the will of my neighbor or my friend, or the will of God? It is my role as Eved Hashem which should guide my actions. It is the role of asking myself the primary and essential question of what does God want from me at this given moment? Explains the Svarno. If a person has that mindset, if a person has that mentality 
of asking themselves throughout their day in all of the competing roles that we have and the tasks that emanate from those roles. What is it that God wants me to be doing at this very moment? They will find themselves being able to return to God in the bullseye way, hitting the target. V'shavta ad Hashem elokecha. Sir, um, doing tshuva that reaches until God. La'asot ritzon koncha bilvad. Doing his will and his will alone. To serve Hashem is to do his ratzon, to follow his will. Moshe was an Evid Hashem with this guiding principle. He never felt and never operated by his will, but he always tried to the best of his ability to follow Hashem's will. This is actually the true definition of modesty. And now we understand why he was considered the most modest. Because a person who is modest recognizes that everything is not about you. The person who's in the center of the universe is not any human being, but is rather Hashem. We live in a world where we are encouraged to put ourselves first. We see people who vie to be on a camera spanning a stadium, who vie to be in the center of a circle when a community is dancing together. But the Hakafod on Simchat Torah and Moshe Rabbeinu, in who he was as a leader and in his words to the people and to the blessings of each tribe, remind us that it's not all about me. It's not about me in the center, but that I am successful when I recognize that God is in the center of our lives and God anchors all of the people in the circle on the circumference around him. This is Moshe's message to the people. As long as Hashem is in the center of your life and all is focusing on him and serving him, no matter if you are Yehuda the warrior, Zavulin the businessman, or Yisachar the Torah scholar, you are to be blessed. As Moshe has been stressing throughout the Sefer, no one should have the attitude of kolchiva otzem yadi. It is by my might and my power that we accomplish all that we accomplish. It is not me in the center, but we need to recognize that Hashem is the source of everything, and it is He who is the center of our lives. As the Navi Hoshea taught, kichui machem dvarim v'shuvu el Hashem. May we take the lessons of Sefer Javarim about always keeping Hashem at the center as the center focal point of our lives. And these lessons will bring us closer to Hashem and His Torah. May we each merit to be called an Evid Hashem as Moshe was. As soon as we finish reading the Parsha on Simchat Torah, we immediately begin again from the beginning of the Torah, reading from Bereshit, the first Parsha, about how God created the world. We are never finished learning Torah. Just as the circle goes round and round again, the cycle of the year, year after year, goes round and round in a circle, symbolizing that Hashem and His Torah will always be the center of our lives each week as we study the Parsha. While this is the last in the series, studying the weekly Parsha provided by the OU Women's Initiative, may we always continue to place importance in the study of Torah in our lives and never lose sight of the fact that Hashem and His Torah are always in the center of it all. Thank you for studying together with the OU Women's Initiative.